Right. I had to walk <laughs> like I had to walk home. So smart guy. Smart yeah. guy. Uh, Here we are. Man, crazy. Crazy man. Here we are. High school. High school. <laughs> and now look but, at uh, this. old and washed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We are back. My name is Deontay Epps alongside my brother Dane Beasley, and you are now listening to the Duo Sports and Stuff podcast. Uh, Dane, how are you doing this lovely evening? Man, well rested, uh, extremely excited. Uh, Let's get into it. Right, let's get into it. (laughs) Uh, we want to say thank you to those that got to check out our prelude episode uh, last week. Uh, we kind of joked around a little bit and talked about uh, how we're going to present this platform through audio, also known as a podcast. Uh, and we joked around, made jokes, and you know we got a lot of great feedback from a lot of people, and we appreciate it. Uh, so first things first. Uh, you know, let's talk about, you know, the Brown Steelers ball, ball <laughs> brawl, excuse me, uh, oh, and was... we'll call it the uh, the uh, <laughs> the right or wrong segment, we'll call <laughs> this one. So if you were somewhere not on planet Earth Man. last week, uh, I don't even know the, where to start. Underneath the rock yeah. or something. <laughs> right. Teeny uh, bottom. The bikini bottom of sports yesterday or last week, uh, there was a incident that occurred between the Cleveland Browns and Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football last week. Uh, was towards the end of the game. I think the Browns were up by maybe two scores, at least two scores. I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, what seemed to happen was something that you wouldn't see on a regular playing field mm. uh Mm-mm-mm. quarterback mason rudolph was uh hit by garrett or miles garrett on a play and um Man. it looked like a little skirmish was going on there Man. and then before you know it my my guy miles garrett just swung the helmet on his head on mason rudolph's head it looked Man. like a rhino tackling a chihuahua Support, right? <laughs> and explain it. Oh, Mason, Mason Rudolph, man, yeah, man, it 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 was crazy. Like I, my first reaction was I I couldn't believe it was happening. It was like it was like, mm-hmm. and I saw I think I saw a video of it on Twitter, like the old Blitz the League games where <laughs> you actually Bone you actually chilling. saw actually you actually saw a guy pull a helmet off a player and hit him with it. But that was like happening in real time, yeah. um, and uh, when they show replays over and over again and pictures, you saw that you know it was Mason Man. probably hit him, hit him in a few not too nice places, and you know that led to a big skirmish and the helmet, and uh, literally the next day the NFL laid down the. The, the suspensions, I believe it was laid only a day law. later. Laid down the law. Uh, they suspended Garrett for indefinitely, an indefinite suspension, at least a 
regular season and probably into the playoffs. And uh, I think uh, someone else, I'm not sure who else, another Browns player got a one-game suspension, but Mason did not get suspended. But I le- believe he did get fined, if I'm correct. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, that was – But, uh, you know, it was a lot of hot takes going Ooh. on the, the interwebs <laughs> after it happened, and people were kind of talking about, you know, what – what was fair, what wasn't fair, who started it. And to me, Dane, I, I feel like you can't you can't hit another player with a helmet, like physically launch or throw the helmet. Whoa, Not throwing whoa, the helmet. Whoa, 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 whoa. You what? you might have said something, but you okay. also said something. Okay. Uh you can't hit a player with your helmet. Well dot 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 let me rephrase. In between the whistles. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. And this very sport that we encourage. Right. Uh, right. Low forms, possible low diet forms of CTE, <laughs> and in some cases, uh, highly concentrated, 110% juice CTE. Yeah. That, that, the only time we encourage that level of violent and vicious play is between the whistles between uh, the in whistles. this game of American football. And then occasionally, as you... <laughs> <laughs> right. As you put it, sometimes uh, tempers do flare. And unfortunately, uh, much like we saw last week, uh, an amazing display of uh, strength. Uh, oh, as <laughs> he was basically getting manhandled by two people. And, right. and I don't know how he was able to, I, I don't know how he was able to. Anybody who's played football before knows, you know, how, how heavy a helmet can be. And then the fatigue that you that you go through throughout the game. So being able to, you know, swing your hand in such a way while being held back by two other players. Right. That's just and connect like grown man he, he connected. That's what they he call connected grown, like yeah. uh, it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. <laughs> man, exactly. Exactly. And I uh I was listening to, you know, the different analysts and, you know, the Twitter analysts, but I uh I was I was watching Rob Gronkowski. I want to say uh-huh. he was on Fox, one of the Fox pregame shows, and he had mentioned. I don't know if you remember Dane a few years ago when he had oh yeah that guy bombed in a right a Tre'Davious White right yeah on the, oh, yeah. I on the back of the head, and he had mentioned <laughs> how uh, how he kind of blacked out during the play or like right after. Or uh, right before he did that, he blacked out. He was so angry about, you know, the guy had been covering him or holding him all play or whatever. And he yeah. said he just got frustrated and blacked out. Uh, and then later he regretted it, like, right after. And I kind of want to – I kind of want to say – or say this is a similar, similar situation to Miles Garrett because I don't think we've seen anything aggress- aggressive as this outside of the whistle from him. Um, I mean, he's an aggressive player on the field, of course. Uh, but after the whistle, I feel like this is maybe he had another penalty earlier in the year. Mm. I think someone had mentioned week one he had something. There's a not as there's there a few instances this, but, floating around, but nothing, nothing like right. this. Nothing that you know, like whoa, because you know, any any person that watches a game, they notice the little cheap shots here and there after the whistle, and sometimes even uh, before the whistle is blown. You you see that, and that's just part right. of the game. But nothing, you know, nothing too aggressive. But he he took it to the next level. I mean, the, the only thing, or the, you know, the only thing as vicious as that, or as crazy as that, uh, you can think of would probably be 
you know, back Albert Hangsworth, uh, right. A-Town stomping on Andre Garrard's head. And a lot of Cowboys and, fans, they remember that. That's the first thing right. that probably come to mind. Right. Uh, and before before the uh, sp- suspension, that was the longest suspension for something that happened, you know, outside of the, the play. Usual. <laughs> right, right. The unusual. So, uh, so our segment during this, I know we kind of gave a rundown of what happened. But our segment right here, we're, we're calling it our right or wrong segment. So, Dane, I'll ask you first. Uh, so, do you believe that it was right or wrong for the NFL to suspend uh, Miles Garrett for the rest of the year or that indefinite suspension? Look, they, I think the NFL got it right for suspending him. I guess because, you know, it, it being on national television the way it was, uh, you kind of have to respond and react fast like that, especially when it comes to something outside of the lines of, or outside the scope of the game, but uh, I don't think they got it all the way right. You know, they yes, you you know, it's it's not one of those. Oh, he hit me first, blah blah blah. But same time, you got in a league that's officiated by referees and has so many controversial calls outside of you know subjective penalties like that. Well, no, I wouldn't say subjective penalties like that. Cause that was, I mean, anybody can agree that that was, that was a penalty, stupid, like dumb, but mm, there's mm-hmm. a lot of players that believe that more should have been done to, to Mason Rudolph. Now he got, you know, the fine and all that, and that's cool. But anybody who's anybody knows that, if that was just too, if that was just an offensive tackle or a tight end going at it Miles Garrett and him getting hit in the head, that probably the suspension, the suspension probably would have come up a little bit sooner for, or let me say the suspension, suspension would have been a lot worse uh, for, for both players, not just a, a fine or slap on the wrist. And then of course a hammer for one another player, because Garrett, he's definitely wrong. There's no, there's no right. doubt about that, but I mean, it should have been a little bit more, Thought out. I gave like Mason a game or two, maybe. Yeah, and, and his didn't have to be nowhere near as long as Garrett's because he right he didn't do nowhere near as much as Garrett did. But he him being an instigator in the process and of course playing the victim, that alone should get at least maybe one or two games. But this is we anybody who who seen how everything played out shouldn't be surprised at the way the NFL handled it because they've botched plenty of suspensions and you know, things like that in the past. So this shouldn't come to, this shouldn't be shocking, you know. Right. Nothing shocking about it. Right. I think the NFL is like, they're so under the microscope after, I know, on any situation that happens. Mm -hmm. Like, especially, like, I feel like the past few years, especially with CTE situation. Yeah. uh, You know, penalties being thrown for targeting and, you know, they're trying to protect the players. It's an offensive game. Right, right. More than more than ever, more than ever. So I I believe that, you know, like you said in the beginning, making a statement and I think I think what the big thing is was announcing it so quickly after it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel I don't know if there's ever been a situation where they you know came down with the ruling so quick. No. Uh I think yeah, no, I think that was important because it's setting like it's just like when you get in trouble at home, 
with your parents or something and they you get home and it's like, all right, this is what you did. This is your punishment. Like right now, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to, you know, uh, discuss it. And that's, it's, and that's the end of it. Thing. And I don't want to hear another right. thing about it. Right. I don't, I don't want to hear nothing else. <laughs> and you better close that door. <laughs> and eat them carrots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, I, I agree with you on the Miles Garrett situation or suspension link. And uh, honestly, I am not surprised Mason didn't get uh, didn't get any games. Uh, I I just feel like the the league in itself was just so focused on the big act of yeah. it. Yeah, the out, uh, I think the outrage how, itself kind of like they put some right. pressure on good old Roger. They had to come down and right do something, especially that. You don't expect anything like that. We haven't seen – we're talking about sports, period. You haven't seen anything like that in a very long time. And I think if they would have waited any longer, they probably – some people would have been pissed off about it, you know. And, and of course, the, the very yeah. least – the very least, you got you to gotta wonder, how could this affect the kids? What about the kids? What about those those <laughs> exactly. kids watching this violent game and seeing this <laughs> – oh, what about the kids? This is – yeah, mm. got to think for the uh, children. Got to think about them. Such violence. Got to keep them away from this. But you know, Miles Garrett will be all right. Uh, he's got nothing else to look forward to with this with the Browns, anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> him getting what's it? They ain't going to no play. Yeah, you're not hurt. I mean, no of course playoff. you. I mean, you miss out on those game checks. So I'm sure that hurts. But I mean, he'll yeah. be fine. Get his yeah. mind together. And I'm sure it's yeah, definitely. Uh, not suspended without pay. So yeah, those those start to add up. I'm sure. I'm sure. But uh, be all right, all right, be good. Um, <laughs> but speaking of sports brawls, <laughs> oh yeah, we could dive into that. We could dive into that. Dive into that. So yeah, man, <laughs> you text me. Man. Was that yesterday? <laughs> uh, day before yesterday? Maybe yesterday? I think so. I yeah. say, one of those days. And uh, go ahead and tell the people what you text me, Dane. So this and in all well, not all seriousness because I wasn't being serious when I texted this, but the crazy thing is the the this brawl happened, of course, and then not too much, not too much, you know, uh, not too many days later after that, uh, we were approached with uh, the important date of November the nineteenth, which most people remember uh, back in the great year of two thousand and four, uh, a certain game or correction, a certain series of events that took place at a, a palace. A palace. Uh, oh, the oh, basketball the, brawl. The malice at the palace. <laughs> the malice at the palace. Exactly. And you know what? The, the striking similarities between the games, uh, both games were close to being out of reach. Right. Uh, at the end. Possessions. At the very end. Uh, of course, the, the Pistons and the Pacers, that game had about when I, you know, went into the archive, looked at some of the game highlights. And of course the very end, which, took up most of the, the the highlight of that video was the the brawl itself there was only 45 seconds left in the game um because the one of the most feared big men uh, of our generation ben wallace went up for a layup and of course he was fouled by another great uh personality one of the biggest uh defensive threats of our generation uh ron artest and from there it just went downhill now and then the fans anybody, got involved. Oh, yeah, it, oh, it was man. 
<laughs> I will never I would never forget Dude. where I was, man. I was I, I was in my mom man. and dad's room, just like I just happened to be flipping the, the channels. Mm-hmm. I just happened to stop on ESPN and that happened literally when I turned it there. Uh and then I remember if I'm re- remembering it right, uh Ron Artest was laying on the announcer's table. Uh-huh. And hand behind his somebody, head. Right, hand behind his head. Thing. Right. And uh somebody threw a beer on him. Mm. And he just went off. He literally went into the crowd and started throwing hands with yep. some random guy up there. But it was uh, a, it's an amazing display of unity as players from both teams went into the crowd and just started throwing hands with season ticket holders. Man, <laughs> it's nothing I ever seen before in my life, and it's crazy to think that was 15 years ago. Like time flies so man. much. We are oh old. my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, good old Ron Artest, man. Or yeah. Meta World Peace, excuse me. Meta World yeah, Peace. Don't you, man, don't you forget <laughs> it. <laughs> don't you forget oh, it. Man. But it's crazy because that, that whole thing in particular, you know, it led to the NBA increasing the security between players and the fans. And then, of course, right. most importantly, uh, limiting the issue or sale of alcohol during games, which I'm not sure that if that's, I mean, I don't think that was a, a key contributing factor in the game, but but it's going to add a little something, yeah, something to it. The know? liquid encouragement did, you know, flare uh, tempers and, and such, but it, that whole thing was just crazy. Man. Uh, so you mentioned that in uh, the Malice of the Palace, and we're talking about brawls here to start it off. Uh, mm-hmm. You have any other memories of any any brawls you might have witnessed? Man, I'm going to take you all the way back. Back in the high school. I mean, I think I was either a sophomore or junior. Uh, and there's a bat right after a basketball game, Colleen versus Shoemaker. Colleen uh, was a home team. I don't even remember who won the game. And as a matter of fact, no, I don't, I don't remember who won the game. And I don't remember what the brawl was about. But after the game, the students, some students, probably some parents and stuff in the parking lot got into a giant fight. Big old brawl. Big old sp- when you said when we talked about it, the sports related brawls, this is like one of the first things that came to mind because I was like, Have right. I seen anything like this in person? And I started, you know, thinking about little league fights and I was like, wait a minute, oh, that was on TV and I was like, Oh, the shoemaker clean brawl. So Right. Now When everything started happening, me, my 135-pound self, decided to go ahead and hightail it home because there wasn't a chance in sight that I was going to get myself involved in any of that activity uh, at the time. So Right. And I didn't attend that game. (laughs) I wasn't about that life. I ain't never going to say I – I'm never going to say I was. I'm I'm never going to come off like I'm just this this guy that was – ready to throw down because when it all happened i was like yep time for me to go so i went home and of course it was on the news later on that night and um you know my grandmother sounds like so glad you made it home right there you know uh being what she say being a hoodlum and i was like (laughs) those hoodlums are my friends (laughs) (laughs) you know just took it for what it was next day school didn't think anything didn't think anything of it until we got to athletics 
Right. And Coach Jones, you know, sat all the football players down during the during the weight in the weight room after the the weight session we had, and basically, you know, just gave us a a stern talking about you know uh, uh, being leaders on the campus and you know knowing when to walk away and uh, staying away from thuggish activities and that that saying itself took on a life of its own. Uh, right. Many people who shall not be named would go on to mock that saying <laughs> thuggish <laughs> activities, but there were, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if it was exaggerated or anything like that, but I know when police broke it up and stuff, you know, you know, nightsticks came out and people were getting mace. I remember people yeah, were getting mace. I heard about that. And you know, this high school, everything does get, you know, dramatized and over exaggerated. So I wasn't sure how much of that was true since I left early on when it stat when it started. Like I wasn't sticking around for that. Like right. I had to walk <laughs> like I had to walk home. So smart guy. Smart yeah. guy. Uh, Here we are. Man, crazy. Crazy man. Here we are. High school. High school. And now look but, at uh, this. old and washed. <laughs> <laughs> Thankful for creativity, the most high given ability. New to the scene like nativity. When I come through, I bless the facility. I'm in my zone, reaching tranquility, reaching my zone, and I'm calling a foul. I'm peeping the game like an owl. Death to the game like a foul. I'm no Artemis, but you ain't smart as this mastermind since I was 12. Bobbing up, breaking spells. I'm winning even when I'm taking L's. I can show you better than I can tell you to move, move, making some moves. I like the way. Killing nagas like the boysenberry, but now you can tell I'm not ordinary. Cooking and cooking and cooking and sharing. I do my dance, I see you staring, looking perplexed by what I am wearing. No need to flex, I ain't that caring about what you see on the outside. From the H, so I'm hitting the south side. So Frank, I'd rather live outside. When I enter, they open their mouths wide. Uh, get your mind out the gutter, flow smooth like butter. Made the veggies clean, clutter. Guess veggies, I ain't stutter. Made your kid like my name's Keegan. It's so easy being vegan. It's so easy being vegan. So how how was your weekend, man? What what did you do? Uh, well, Deontay, I'll tell you what I did. I spent time raising my child and watching sports. And of course, uh, it's a very awful weekend for sports. Um, my son has taken a fascination to Baylor football and started uh-huh. when Baylor played TCU. I had the game on my iPad and we we're, you know, I was burping him and sitting on my lap and he was watching the game. He's very observant. Like that about the kid, but he was watching the game. So <laughs> I started his. I, Dane's a new, uh, a new dad guys. Yeah. If you didn't know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. It's an extraordinary club to be a part of. Oh, but back to the point about fatherhood and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so sitting there watching the game, I was like, all right, well, shoot, um, make a little joke about this. Maybe he likes Baylor, maybe he likes TCU. So the next time they were on TV, I was going to, you know, put the game on, whether it's TCU or Baylor, and see if he was going to be observing as he was before. So right. see, uh, there's a TCU game on the following week, or maybe the week after that, can't remember. And he wasn't really paying attention to us. So I was like, all right, whatever, so I'll try the Baylor game. So we're watching the Baylor game, the OU game. And – he was awake during most of the game. So was I. And it was out of hand by the second quarter. And I was like, all right, this game's over with. So I put him down for a nap, an early nap. And I was like, going to keep watching the game until I fell asleep. 
And I, you know, woke up after the game was over, didn't think anything of it. And uh, I'll let you tell your experience because you, uh, of course, have oh. closer ties to that game than I do. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. Take a trip. Well, your me. your weekend sounds so calm and peaceful and <laughs> not stressed. Your blood pressure was probably down and not skyrocketing like mine was. Uh, so, you know, I graduated from Baylor and, uh, sure. you know, the, of course, they're my college football team and we're doing pretty well this year. You know, heading into this past weekend's games, we were undefeated. Mm. Uh, college game day came and we got to go visit that and enjoy the broadcast. It was live on campus or right by the stadium. And that was amazing. We had Oklahoma coming into town and, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough game. Mm -hmm. It's Oklahoma. Uh, one of the top college football programs ever. One of the most has one of the most dynamic receivers that we see. CD Lamb, like, and you know, and he didn't even play. Didn't even play. He didn't even play in the game. I think they said he had a concussion issue from the previous week, so they didn't have CD Lamb. Sort of of course, illness. they have Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Huh? Some sort of illness or something, right? Oh, some some illness he had. Pro- proceed uh, to tell us about your heart. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. You know, we we figured it was going to be tough to stop Jalen Hurts because you know he won a highs or not Heisman, excuse me, won a national title at Alabama, mm-hmm. helped them get there, uh, and he's been doing spectacular this season, flawless. So we're tough, but uh, Baylor, you know, Baylor's defense probably is probably one of the best defense Baylor's had <laughs> ever. You know, in school history, probably date back to the Mike Singletary days. I put it at that. Uh, number one uh, in the Big 12 for sure. So I felt like we had a great, great opportunity to put up a good fight. Right. And, you know, so game kicks off, you know, sold out crowd at McLean Stadium. Uh, beautiful stadium. Uh, you know, could beautiful stadium could not move an inch because it's so crowded. Uh, the atmosphere is electric there. Uh, and, you know, Baylor starts off so fast. Mm-hmm. And when I mean fast, Dane, I mean 28-3 to 3 fast on Oklahoma. And how quick. Forcing turnovers, <laughs> scoring quick. And you – Crowd's going insane. I'm thought, losing my voice. You must have thought it was like, this is – we're back. We're, we're back in the we're, national spotlight. Back, Primetime games. We're about yeah. to get all the recruits. Perfect opportunity. Are, you know, at the game. All right. the little kids at home, they're going to start wearing Baylor jerseys again. And right, get a little respect yeah. for the uh, college football playoff rankings. <laughs> you know, they had it at 13 for the game. Yeah. Uh, and then reality happened. You know, and then reality happened. We went up 31-10 at the half, I believe. And, you know, you never want to have that feeling in the back of your head as a fan where you're like, we're up 21, but I still – feel like you know it's not over um so second half kicks off uh i believe we no oklahoma got the ball first and actually they drove down to score uh and then i was like okay you know 31 17 uh baylor we got to respond here we got to respond here and we did not respond next drive we did not respond (laughs) oklahoma did and before you know it, Dane, Oklahoma came away with a 34 to 31 victory. And, you know, I have a couple of Sooner friends who, you know, 
showboat hey. a little bit. Same thing. Uh, but yeah, that was I did the that same was, thing, man. Yeah. It's it sucks. It was it was a tough one. It sucked. So So what um, did you you know, it happens you, in sports. What did you do or it hope happened. to do or hope that could happen after your heart was ripped out, stomped on, cartwheeled, drove in, and driven over and, you know, backflipped on, spit on, then cleaned up, <laughs> put back inside your body and ripped out and did all over again. What would you think was going to happen with your professional team the following day? You just thought it was going to be a great oh, day, right? You know, so Saturday – was Baylor's collapse. And, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, Sunday I can watch Denver try to come up with a victory. I'm like, maybe if they lose, you know, they'll lose, Close game. you know, the way they usually do. <laughs> Close, you know, where they come back in the end and, you know, eventually lose it. Uh, so I happened to watch my Denver Broncos play. And... Surprisingly, we were playing the Minnesota Vikings and jumped out to a 20 to 0 lead. And I think I put a tweet out that said we were up by, you know, 17, yeah. 20 points. But I can only <laughs> think about what happened less than 24 Saturday hours night ago. with Baylor. So I, right, less than 24 hours later, dude. So I'm like, I'm sitting there watching the game and I, and you know, it, this hasn't been the best season for Denver as it is. You know, we're, we got a, a new mm. head coach and, uh, defense has actually played pretty good, but the offense has, has not clicked all year. So, you know, to go up 20 to zero, yeah. I'm happy. But like I said, I was, I was thinking about what happened last night or Saturday night. And so, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And slowly, but surely Vikings, you know, putting together little drives here, scoring here and there. And, our offense not clicking as good as it was in the first half. And so, you know what happened, Dane? The yeah. Broncos fell hey, to the Vikings. Right. I'll tell them. I'll tell them <laughs> what happened. So after the embarrassing display of uh, football Saturday evening with the uh, Baylor Texas Bears uh, losing to the Oklahoma Sooners, my good friend, my brother, whom which I mourn for dearly because his sports heart was ripped out yet again and stomped all over. And uh, it was just a rough sports weekend. Yeah, uh, it was bad. one of those. It's, it's like you can't you can't it's open bad. Twitter. <laughs> you can't look at ESPN. You can't watch it. You know, your team losing. You don't want to watch. You don't want to watch sports for like two weeks. That's how I felt. But, you know, I had to it's watch sports bad. anyway to bring content to, to today's show. So oh, yeah. I sucked so, it up yeah. and, you know, yeah. I uh, yeah. put my chest out, head up, and I kept on yeah. going. But you know what? There's a silver lining in this because this is what it revealed. Now, although they were trailing the majority of the game and had no reason to run the ball, you guys kind of shut down Dabble Cook, which that seemed like an impossible to ask for everything that's played him right. uh, since the season started. Right. So, I mean, you did that, but the same thing, I'm not, I'm not to, I'm going to share the pain with you. The same thing that Kirk Cousins did to y'all is the same thing he did to us. Right. He started tearing y'all up. And with, uh, by us, Dane means the Dallas Cowboys. Oh yeah, that 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 should go. Uh, 
unfortunately, I have to say all that, put my public information <laughs> or my private information out there into the public. I am, of course, a hopeless uh, Dallas Cowboys fan, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that disappointment <laughs> later. But Kirk Cousins did the same thing to y'all's defense that he did to our defense is that he relied on his tight ends to just eat everyone up. Yeah. Um, so Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith, yeah. Mr. Checkdown man, right. throwing it to his tight ends underneath and running back some flare routes and screen routes. And he, I mean, he just trusts his arm and that's exactly what happened. And the crazy thing is he only had three, or correction, he only had six incompletions that entire game. Right. So the dude was playing efficient. But when you're playing from behind like that, I mean, it's got a, got a slam in that game. Yeah. yeah. But he well, did that. It's uh, it was rough, but you know I'm I, at this point like I I always think every week like somehow we can jump back in the playoff picture, but I'm gonna <laughs> shut it down. I'm actually gonna shut it down and officially bow the Denver Broncos out of the playoff race. Uh, and so I'm I'm about to pull up the standings right now. And I don't know if they're statistically eliminated yet. Yeah, mathematically we are still in it. Yeah, but uh, I'm a realist here, Dane. All right, AFC standings. So, boom, here we go. You got AFC East, uh, nine and one Patriots at the top, followed by the seven and three Bills. Um, AFC West, you got the seven and four Chiefs, followed by the six and four Raiders. Uh, AFC North, you got the Ravens, who are at eight and two, uh, followed by the Steelers at five and five. Okay, and then of course, uh, don't count them out. But the uh, the Bengals, they still have a chance. They're uh, oh, sitting right there at the bottom at zero and ten. No, they don't. They don't have a chance at all. They have a chance to. <laughs> they have a chance to draft a chance to get that first pick. <laughs> yeah, they they got a chance to do that. Um, even though I don't think that's going to fix their problems either. But that's a story for a different day. And of course, you got in the AFC South. You have the Colts and the Texans at six and four. Uh, they're tied for. They're tied for that first place spot in the division. In the division. But I think the Texans have more AFC South losses, though, if right. I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong right. about that. So, yeah, let's talk about the AFC first. Let's see. You know, the Patriots, they're, they're always going to be there. Yep. Uh, as long as Tom and Bill are there, I feel like they're always going to be there, you know, in the end, as far as the final playoff picture. It's inevitable, man. Uh, Yeah. Uh, we got the Bills right under them in the AFC East, AFC West, Chiefs, and then the Raiders have surprisingly done well this year at six and four. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, a lot of Lamar lot of Jackson and the there. Ravens, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, they have that, that class. They did a that class that John Gruden yeah, drafted was pretty hell of a and hell of a job. Uh, Abram too early uh, in the year. First, I think it was the first or second play so, of the game, or not play the game. First or second right. game of the season. Lost dude. Yeah. Uh, so he'll come back strong for them next year. So kind of who do you think – who do you think will come out – you know, how how should I put it? Let's just, let's just pick our AFC and NFC playoff teams for now, and then we could come back to this later. Okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go ahead and start off with the Patriots. I'm throwing those bad boys in there. They're definitely in there. Probably – Always. Yeah, they they definitely in there. You look at that division. Um yeah, it's a hopeless place. I mean the Bills are still decent, but I I mean I don't know anybody 
even I don't know anybody in the Bills Mafia that trusts their quarterback. Right. Um, stuff might work in a regular season, but I don't know about the playoffs. But anyways, Patriots, uh, you can definitely count the Bills in there. The Chiefs, uh, although it's kind of concerning seeing them continue to, well, no, uh, they're doing okay. They they got a one-game win streak. I thought they were going to continue to keep losing, but they pulled off that win versus the Chargers by an amazing uh, Phillip Rivers late-game interception. Noodle arm that he has right. there, poor guy. Uh, it's inevitable with Philip Rivers. You always know he's going to throw that pick at the end and do that same little. I can't believe it. Ugly, face. tired throwing motion. That sidearm <laughs> crap that he's got going. Like it just looks. Yeah. He just looks like it's it's it's, it's over, Philip. Sorry. Right. Um. The Ravens, of course. Hmm. And I don't know. I think the Colts are gonna. I think the Colts are gonna make the push for the AFC South. I could be wrong though. But it's just going off going off of basically the the past few games. They're just right. playing, putting together complete games. Um, you know, in all three phases of the game: offense, defense, right. and special teams. Special teams. Um, those are my guesses. And if I had to pick just one outright champion, one AFC champ, AFC champion. Probably between the Ravens or the Patriots, if I'm being 100% honest. Right. I kind of agree with you on most of those. And I would go, if I could just pick six playoff teams right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Patriots. Mm. I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay. It's in no particular order. Right. Uh, Patriots, Chiefs, Ravens. I'm a, I got the Texans winning the AFC South. I, I I like Deshaun Watson, even though they got blown out by the Ravens. I think somehow he'll somehow will them in by himself. So I got the Texans in there. Uh, so those are my division winners, and then the two wild cards. I, like the way I see it right now, I don't trust Josh Allen with the Bills, but their defense is pretty darn good. So I think they'll carry him and get them one of those wild card spots. And then the other one, I'm trying to debate between the Raiders. <laughs> you said carry. Yeah, it's funny because you say carry. I mean, I could, all I could think of was, like, getting Trent Dilford all the way through the, through the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Or, I, it's happened, or... man. It's happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for that last spot, I, I'm, I'm going to give it to the Raiders, man. It's it's mm. weird. The Raiders, Raiders are back. Like, I'm a Broncos fan, and we're supposed to hate the Raiders. Uh, but I just think – I think they're playing really good. I think they'll somehow sneak in there. So, okay. But for the AFC AFC in the playoff or in the Super Bowl, I'm going with the Ravens. Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson is just – until I see somebody definitively, like, stop, stop it, him. man. We, we, you know what? My hope is that we'll see that in the playoffs versus the Pats because there are some yeah. conspiracy theorists out there that believe that Bill Belichick uh, didn't open up his or didn't show off his cards during that game. Yeah, just to identify and see and scout to see how Harbaugh is going to call that game so that he knows, okay, I'm definitely going to shut these guys down and take away the the thing that makes his offense so spectacular. Right. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's going to be, of course, like any – Wouldn't put it past him, man. Yeah. He's crazy sneaky, like that. Sneaky guy. <laughs> sneaky right. guy. Uh, switching to the NFC, I started off. Uh, I'm going to pick 
Oh, well, let's let's say the standings first before I start. Yeah, yeah. So, go ahead, brother. In the NFC got East, got the Cowboys at six and four, followed by the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> What I what was that, Dane? Oh, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Got the Cowboys at six and four, Eagles five and five, and then Giants and Redskins are at two and eight and one and nine, respectively. The basement, the basement, basement of the yeah. NFC East. Uh, NFC West is probably the toughest division on that side. You got the 49ers on top at nine and one, uh, Seahawks at eight and two, Rams at six and four, and the Cardinals. Uh, they've been playing tough, but they just haven't gotten the wins. They are three seven and one. Uh, yeah. NFC North: tough. Packers eight and two, Vikings eight and three, Bears four and six, Lions three six and one, and then in the NFC South: Saints eight and two, Panthers five and five, Falcons three and seven, and Bucks three and seven. Um, so, on this side, I have my division winners. You know, I, I'm going to just go NFC East. I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win it just because. Don't do that. I'm going to let you down. <laughs> hope down. I don't put that jinx on y'all. But no, I'm just being I, real. They're going to uh, let you down, brother. They're going to let you down, bro. I, I, I think the Cowboys are playing way better than the Eagles right now. Um, just from, to be honest, the quarterback position. Uh, you haven't seen that consistency from uh, – uh, Carson Wentz, as you've seen with Dak, so I'm a, on that on that and um, just a little momentum on the Cowboys side. So right now I'm gonna I'm pick the Cowboys to win it in that division. Uh, mm. NFC West, the Seahawks are creeping right there, man. Like I, yeah. I thought the Niners were way or more ahead than they are now, and just to see, I'm looking at it's a one game difference, and I think they mm-hmm. play each other again because Seahawks beat the Niners. Uh, earlier in the year, and I got them beating them again. So I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Packers taking the North and the Saints taking the NFC South. Okay. And then my two wild cards, I'm going to give it to the Niners, Pause. and then I'm going to give it to the Vikings. Pause again. Okay, cool. Uh, hmm. Nice uh, analysis you got there, pal. Let me, just, uh, let me just run this down for you real quick. So, NFC West, I'm going to have the Seattle Seahawks uh, coming out on top. Uh, now, their only two losses come from the Saints, which is a pretty close game. The Saints are mm-hmm. a pretty well-rounded team. Uh, and then, of course, they lost to the Ravens, too, which was, I mean, the, they have – one of the best or one of the most prolific players in the NFL on their squad. Uh, of course, there are two MVP candidates, uh, Lamar Jackson and baby hair Russ. So, right. That's, <laughs> that would be a night. He do be putting some of his little hair. <laughs> <laughs> little S curl inside. Yeah, uh, got a curl. Yeah. Uh, but, shoot, I think, I don't think it's a stretch for them to come out on top versus in that division, at least. Uh, so I think they'll win that division. I think. So you agreeing with me? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I do agree with you. <laughs> uh, I can see that. I can see that happening. Um, with the NFC South, I don't see anybody catching the Saints. The Saints are playing good football. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
they everybody else in their division. Yeah, just, it's just. I mean, you, you saw the Panthers up there for a little bit, hanging mm-hmm. tough with. Uh, and the reality, Allen. yeah, <laughs> and then you know they were riding uh, Christian McCaffrey for a little bit, but I don't know if he's tired or defense or just keying in on them more. I'm, I'm thinking more they're more boxed in yeah, on everybody. Him everybody, everybody thinks they have what it takes to be the lead, yeah. leading rusher, and it's just. It's all about it's consistency. Right. It's all in some stuff you just some stats you just can't sustain over time, which anybody would tell you that, but you know. Right. Who am I? Uh, who else? So NFC North, uh, with Green Bay and the Vikings, I think the Vikings are going to take that division. Uh nothing against Aaron Rodgers and and company, but I think sooner or later the the wheels to that uh car are gonna come tumbling off. But the Vikings are they—they're a balanced team. There's a very balanced team, and the they have a, a quarterback that many people underestimate, um, myself included. Right. Um, okay, you got Kirk taking them. Yeah, I got Kirk, I got Kirk taking them there, <laughs> and I have Green Bay sneaking in in the wild card spot. Okay, mm-hmm. then that leads me to the NFC East, where I believe Cowboys are getting in, but. They, I will be the first person to tell you, I'm probably one of the only people, well, not one of the only people, but I'm in the minority of people who, Cowboys fans who didn't believe Dak had what it takes, um, right. or, or doesn't believe that Dak has what it takes. Now, before the season started, I just assumed it was going to be the same as last year. Underneath throws, you know, uh, excessive indecisiveness, the taking unnecessary sacks, the climbing, the lack of accuracy or touch on passes and then just the same run to the sticks and turn around routes. I, that's what I, my assumption was coming into the season. It's very well recorded. Yeah. Right. And to my surprise, this dude number four is out here balling. And now you do you credit that more to how they're calling plays for him or you think he is seeing the field better? Well, I, you know what? Uh, that's a great that's a great question, and all great questions require and should uh, receive great answers. My answer for you is: <laughs> I believe it's a combination of three things. One, the first being, and I discussed this with uh, E the other day on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. John Kitna. We both agree that John Kitna has been pivotal in his development as a quarterback, and it's just the small things, the very small things uh, that he's been working with Dak on that's helped him take that that step and right. it's also given him that uh that psychological safety net to make mistakes um there's a great clip that john kidna has uh on youtube about uh quarterbacks you know making mistakes and that being credited to their offensive coordinator so that the quarterback has the strength and the whereabout to move on and progress past those mistakes um, because they have someone else there to take the bullets for them, um, assuming that they follow the play plays that are being called. So I think it has to do with like this. They always say, "Forget the forget the last play." Yeah, have a short short memory. Yeah, yeah. So I, right. I think that plays that has played a key role in his development and his you know him taking that that leap. Another thing would be uh, him betting on himself. Um, as everybody knows, the dude still hasn't signed a contract, or they haven't offered him enough money, I'm assuming, or he's just waiting to the end of year, um, betting on himself. He knows what he's capable of. So he's 
been in the, you know, in the film room. He's been working on his mechanics, the different types of releases that he's been displaying that we we haven't seen. We haven't seen any of these these releases, these sidearms that he's been doing, the the nice touch on the mm-hmm. ball. In the few past few years, Dak has been known to skip, you know, skip the ball short of receivers on, you know, five yard curl routes. Like we've seen him throw it short, you know, like we've seen him overthrow receivers like wide open. We've seen him take unnecessary sacks, you know, scrambling inside the pocket with no type of awareness of, you know, it, it the, the pocket collapsing on him. We've seen that. And it seems like in one off season, this dude's cleaned it all up. Now, some people can say that it's because of his contract season or his contract year, or just the fact that he just finally took that leap. But I don't know what, to, I don't know what to call it, but I, for one, I'm glad to be wrong for I, I'm glad to be wrong about something specifically about him being this great or or decent. Right. Um, and then of course the third thing I'd say him finally having the uh, a decent offensive mind to call something other than a bunch of horrible routes route combinations. You got these cats out here running five yard ends and three yard stop routes on top of cover twos in third and 12 situations. Like we, we, we seen a, a dramatic shift right. in the play calling Kill with more Kellen Moore. So yeah, I don't know. I still, I still can't in great faith select them to be my uh, NFC champions. But what I will say is I think they'll make it to the second round. Um, I just don't – I don't think that they'll get there. So for my NFC champion, um, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, that is a big the Seattle Seahawks. I don't think I picked mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, man, I would not be surprised if Seattle – I got the Cowboys, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, 49ers, and Vikings on my side. I, I, at at the beginning, I would have said the Saints, but Drew Brees, I don't, I don't think he's been the same since he came back. True. All he has um, to do is keep throwing it to Michael Thomas, but right, eventually that's not going to work in the playoffs. So you know, competition gets tougher. I'm gonna go. Man, that's tough. That dude was a beast, though. Man, dude, the Niners. Uh, I feel like they're just too new to this for now. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks too. I'll go Ravens Seahawks because okay, Russ Russ. Oh, that'd be a good matchup, Russ and Lamar. Yeah, that would be a nice matchup. Uh, but yeah, we'll come back to these to these uh predictions for sure. Um, later down the line, but that was a good breakdown thing on Dak. Yeah. That yeah, makes man. a lot of sense too. I spent a lot of time hating on the dude the last few years, so I know a little bit about just how much the dude sucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> need to make uh, it oh uh, man shout out to him and his progression I know that I can see, I know what time you'll see. 
I know that I can see It's like the Odyssey uh, I know it's time Guess it's kind of different from your view Yeah, uh, I know that I Gotta get my mind to something new And we can call it truth to speak a truth From a different way of living Sick and tired of being sick and tired I guess that's how I'm feeling, yeah, yeah What you really feeling, yeah, yeah People fall on like a crutch But when you need your fixing You a burden like Yeah, that's how it is Yeah, that's just how it is Uh, but call yourself a god against mortal men Better be ready to hold your crown, king Better be ready to shut them down, queen I never caught feelings over a summer flame Karina and I Karina is my fiancé for those that don't know uh, we have circled the date November 12th for months and months and months. November and so 12th. November 12th, we had circled because that was the day that Disney was going to release their streaming service, Disney Plus. Mm. And as many of my friends know, and of course, Dane is one with me, we love Marvel movies. Oh. We are waiting patiently for the next Marvel movie to come out. And reveals, um, trailers, right, screenshots. Yes, all castings. of that. <laughs> all of that jazz. So, Video um, game DLCs. We're waiting anything, on all of that. Anything. Anything. So Disney Plus is a streaming service that Disney released, and it has... You know, a ton of Marvel movies on there. Not all of them, but a lot of the ones that I'm favorites of. And Eventually. Uh, the mouse will get all of them eventually. Right. The mouse dominates everything. Uh, but uh, it has the Disney vault of all the old Disney cartoon movies and shows. It's like the catalog is so big of what they have on there. So large. I can't even name anything on there. But uh, we bought it first day and... <laughs> we bought it first day and uh i i haven't watched netflix since to be honest and uh i think just that nostalgia watching things that shows that i've seen when i was or i hadn't seen since i was little and so the first show i put in was smart guy bro man uh and let me tell you that smart guy theme song is stuck in my head. It's so catchy. I'm thinking about putting it on my phone because I want to listen to it every day. Bruh. But the show in general, uh, <laughs> the show in general is like, it's still funny to me. Like I've it's never timeless, seen it before. Man. And by far, man, definitely timeless. And by far, uh, I don't know if the people that actually watch the show, but. Uh, the friend Mo is my favorite character on there, played by uh, 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 Gooding. What's his first Cuba. name? It's his brother. Cuba uh, uh, Gooding's brother. Uh, uh, shoot. I'm going to have to look it up. God now. dang it. Um, is it Marcus? No, it's... Uh... Ah, what's that dude's name? We got his last name. Omar. Uh, Omar. <laughs> oh my goodness he played that role so well he's so funny on the show he's my favorite character but uh yeah man uh disney plus if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out 
please do. Uh, and I think they got a bundle you could do with Hulu and ESPN Plus for like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks. Um, but yeah, that that is something uh, you Disney lovers should check out. Um, and then right after that, right after Disney dropped or released Disney Plus, um, Netflix made a deal with Nickelodeon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, man. These streaming wars are out of control. Bruh, it's like the literal, all right, I'm about to go to the trunk real quick. I'll be right back. Go to the trunk, come back with the shotgun, and everybody's scared. Man. Like, they, <laughs> they did that. Man. They. They, uh, <laughs> so Netflix and uh, Nickelodeon's working out a streaming partnership. Now I don't I haven't gone into the details about exactly how many shows are gonna be on there and what shows are gonna be, but I'm sure they'll figure out a way to put some of you know the classics on there and I'm just waiting yeah. for Hey Arnold, uh I have all that on there too. All that like. Rugrats. Man, all all of those, you know, classic shows that we grew up on, I'm sure will be will be on the um service. Uh going back to uh Disney Dane. Oh uh, man. <laughs> why you say all that? Because it just I just when you said uh all the old school shows like on Nickelodeon, all I could think about was that uh the show dang what's that show called? It was um uh The Secret World of Alex Mack. Uh, oh, I never seen girl, that. She used to, I think she's like turn into water or some crap like that. That was on Disney. No, it was on Nickelodeon. I think. Oh, something okay. like that. But I remember, like when I was a kid, when I was a kid, my sister she basically she lied to me, told me that she had the same power. So for as long as I thought she could turn into water, whatever. But that's besides the point. Go ahead, my bad, man. No, you're good, man. Uh, oh, I was gonna talk about uh, Disney. Uh, Disney also has the Star Wars collection on there as well. Uh, For the Star Wars fans out there, uh, I am not one of them, unfortunately. And Dane Dane, Dane always makes fun of me. You should be ashamed. (laughs) He's always made fun of me. I always ask him, I was like, man, should I? Should I get into it or every single I, time? I every single every, every single new time a new one comes out. Every Christmas it seems like. Well, not every Christmas, but pretty much any time. Every two or three years, Christmas time, and then of course that you know dun, 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 <laughs> the little intro come on, and I'm like, dog, you seen that new Star Wars? Because we always talk about the trailers, you know, movie yeah. trailers, and every time we bring up, oh, every time I every time I bring up Star Wars, I always have to bite my tongue at the end. Like, oh wait. As, that's right. This guy doesn't even watch Star Wars, so he doesn't <laughs> share the same excitement that I have hearing that dang theme song and uh, starfighters flying through and explosions and saber fights and the dark man. He- that is a foreign language to me. I have no no, I know I know about what, lightsabers oh, and uh, Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. That, that's <laughs> yeah, that's your buzzword for the that's, Maybe. that's your word. Maybe one day, Dane. Where should I start? Start the same way that everyone else did. The very same way that everyone else did. You know how that is, Deontay? 
How is that? You just take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. At the beginning. No. Episode one. No, 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 no. Oh, is that wrong? No. It's very wrong. It's very wrong. See, that's... (sighs) (laughs) Okay. The very, very first film. From the 70s, correct? From the 70s, my guy. That's the first one. The first one, okay? The very, very first one. That's where you start. And that's episode so episode four. It's it's the very first episode four, a new hope. Not episode one, Deontay. That's a cardinal sin. It's ah, you start with the originals first, okay? Episode four, a new hope. Then you go to episode five, the Empire Strikes Back, which some consider one of the greatest sequels of all time. Um, and then of course, last but not least, the the Return of the Jedi. And then, and then Deontay, and then, only then, after you watch those three, you go back and watch episode one, two, and then three. And then, of course, the, the newer ones that have come out that a lot of people don't claim, but for nostalgic purposes, we still watch them. <laughs> and so I'm laughing because my fiance just came in and she said, sorry for making noise, but it's okay. What's Hi. up, Karina? Hi. <laughs> Hi. She's coming in with gummy bears that she probably won't share with me. But uh hey, them hardball gummy bears have you sitting on a toilet. You good, it's avoid the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that that's right. This that is definitely right. Them horrible. Um them horrible. Them horrible. Them horrible gummy worms. Them horrible gummy worms. Um uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars, man, I I don't know what it what's been holding me back. I just I feel I like think you're I'm, just afraid. I think you're afraid. You're afraid of the unknown. And the unknown is you won't be interested at all. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you this. There are a lot of great franchises out there that of course are excuse me. They're tough to sit through because they start off really boring and then of course you eventually get into it after, you know, the first forty or, or forty minutes or sixty minutes of the of the film. So with that being right. said, another franchise that comes to mind with a similar cultish like following is the the Lord of the Rings uh series. Now, have you watched any of those by chance? It is completely off topic, off subject, but have you watched any of those by chance? Uh I have not. Okay. So we have identified a problem. You, my friend, uh can't uh watch or can't enjoy uh films that have a large following, have a super large following that are considered uh so not marvel films i follow no no that's but that's different that's different that is very different now we don't don't have that long to for me to discuss this to break down this this, (laughs) the nerdisms that i'm about to get into um i'll just save that for another time but i think i've identified a trend with you oh you know another. no my bad go ahead no i was gonna say so i feel like this could be a a growing point, we could kind yes. of make this where every episode you get me to get more enticed into Star Wars. Or maybe I should watch a Star Wars movie after every episode and then come back and be like, I watched this one in order. So I should start with four. That's adorable. And then come back and review four. And then like five and so on and so forth. See, now you're learning. <laughs> you're learning. 
I think I think we just came up with the segment where Deontay yeah. talks Star Wars for the first time ever. Jeez. <laughs> it's time for growth, Phil. It's definitely time for growth. What about this uh I don't know. I, I I'm I generally love continuations or sequels or uh production companies bringing back originals. Not so much into the remakes. Oh, you know, never mind. No, I, I'm okay with remakes. But I don't know how I feel about this Beverly Cops 4. And I'm not sure yeah. if it's true or not, but I I don't yeah, know. I, I don't I know, know if it's know. confirmed. So if those that haven't heard, uh, there was a rumor out there that said Beverly Hills Cop 4 with Eddie Murphy is in production or development, something like that. Yeah. Uh, man, I hear you on that. Uh, there's, I don't know. Maybe I'm just noticing it now. I feel like it's been happening the last few years where they bring uh, things back <laughs> from the past that were no very original ideas yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And I love, don't get me wrong. I love Axel Foley like anybody else. And for those who don't know, Axel Foley is the main character starred by Eddie Murphy right. in the Beverly Hills Cop series. Uh, Ooh, I banana, love Axel Foley. in the tailpipe. <laughs> I love Axel Foley just as much as the next person, but I don't know about that. Yeah. Like it just—it seems like some things just shouldn't be. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm just being a in pristine Grinch. condition. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's sometimes too much is not now. Unless they unless they're bringing on you know Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. Um. Then and, and of course Eddie Murphy. I'm sure um, Eddie Murphy. I'm sure has some sort of hand in this as well. But unless they bring bring him back right. on, um. And of course it. It's not crappy like, or yeah. bad. For me, like it's, it's going to come down to maybe how it looks in a trailer. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of like how it was with that Bad Boys for Life movie that's coming out. Like, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm actually done. excited for that one. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go see yeah, it's, 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 it. Looks, I, it looks awful, right. but I'm still going to go see it. <laughs> it's, yeah. and I, it's like you got to right. watch it. It's like that, that kid that you're, you're driving past the basketball court. You see that kid dribbling a basketball and he's like there's no way he knows how to yeah. shoot that he's like you know it's gonna be ugly and awkward but you still gotta watch it just in case you like get surprised <laughs> or like it's that show that you know at first was pretty good and then now you gotta keep watching it just because you're stuck in it but it's not so good the walking dead comes to power. mind for that and power yes uh power. Pre- previously on power uh, <laughs> oh did you hear joker Two, the Joker two rumor, bro. I ain't even seen the first one, so oh. I got to see that first. See that even okay, we'll save that for later. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but kind of had a kid. So yeah, oh, kinda, like, yeah, can't go out did. like that. You know? But I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just playing. But we, <laughs> I, you know, I have found other ways to watch movies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we we will be on the interweb, so we don't want to. I want to put yeah, you on front street. Yeah, matter of fact, you can edit that uh, yeah, part out. I'll make sure I edit it out.
To let things go how to Man. let things go segment all right guys Man. buckle in uh so i have two brothers uh brothers brothers terrell brothers. and kenneth jr and kenneth jr we call we call both both my older brothers uh after no i gotta build this up i gotta build this up so yeah, you gotta build it so take it back all the way man, back so <laughs> 22 years ago, my brother got a haircut, right? One day he got a haircut, 22 years ago, right? 22 years ago. Uh, and then another year went by, he got braids. Mm. And he alternated between, you know, braids. And sometimes when you don't want to have braids, you throw it out. But he did yeah, not. As many people did during the Right, right, early 2000s, end of the 90s type thing. But, you know, during that time, he didn't go to the barbershop. Another year went by. He did not go to the barbershop. Another year went by. Sticking with me for life. He did not go to the barbershop. And then I get a text with a picture of my brother with his hair cut. After 22 Man. years. 22 years. 22 years. You know, and I think this is a valuable lesson to teach our listeners, Dane. Yeah, myself included. Right? I, I can take heed to this as well. Sometimes it it's best to let go, and it doesn't matter how long it's taken you to realize that you need to do something. Yeah. Let it go. Just let it go. Like that Frozen song. Let it go. I, I still haven't seen it. I heard they're making a sequel to that. So oh, I have that on my So you list. are behind, my friend. 
I mean, I'm just one movie. We're not talking about a whole nine uh, episodes <laughs> of a franchise, of a multi-billion dollar franchise. Okay, so let's not take okay. It there. I'm, I am going Ow. to start episode four. <laughs> although although I, it's confusing because it should be episode one since the beginning. But I digress. Well, I digress. Actually, it was purposely <laughs> uh, recorded and, 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 and filmed in such a way because I knew that modern technology would catch up and that the, the <laughs> equipment used to film these videos and these movies and the CGI would be much more advanced than they were back in the 70s. So it's very, very uh, unique that the way that they film the movies, if you want to f- think about it. Oh, Mr. Epps. My apologies. But no, you, we we are really going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to watch episode four and then I will break it down next episode. So that's something you, for everyone to look forward to. I'll hold you to it, man. Really Most will. definitely. Uh, but shout out to my brother for cutting his hair. Uh, he looks good, man. I really I'm really I told him I, I told him I'm proud of him of him doing that because that's hey, <laughs> like he just passed the driver's seat way to go oh what was that off the Chappelle so hey Calvin I'm proud of you oh, way to go Calvin <laughs> I got a job oh that's good Calvin <laughs> that's yeah, real man. good uh man I think, uh, so oh. many great world with braids man and it just and like low-key braids are coming back now like you yeah. see like a lot of the athletes Wearing it like it's like I don't know, I can't even describe the hairstyles now. But part of it's faded, part right, of it's braided. Right. I don't know, it's weird, <laughs> but I mean, it works for them, they got money, yeah. Hey. Nobody can tell them anything, and nobody can, nobody has the hands to tell them otherwise. So let, a, let them, stunt. Not about to, yeah, you, nah, let them stunt. Uh, another thing, Dane and I are very big fans of are video games. Um, Man. we've been playing video games since we were. You know, could probably walk, had a controller in our hands, and um, man, the latest game that we, you know, have kind of been on almost every night is the uh, probably get on after this I podcast, know, right? <laughs> it's the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, man. and uh, it, it it's it's a doozy. It's a doozy. Uh, we've uh kind of been trying to build our rank as far as you know playing online and getting our little emblems getting different attachments for different weapons and stuff like that uh but i think uh this reminds me of the old call of duty games we used to play uh on the xbox 360 uh what do you think about it dane i think it's fantastic and this is not a diss to anybody but it's about time that they got back to actual uh first person shooter games not that you know okay let me just take it back i was one of the very uh few individuals that was horrible at halo uh so i don't know maybe it was just just too much going on you got people flying around with you know little jetpack cruiser like things running off walls yeah it was it's not a knock against that i love the future but it just there's so a certain level of realism that I'm accustomed to in video games. Right. That sounds weird because video games themselves are are just basically depictions of uh, imaginations of sorts. So right. that's not real. 
So for me to say, hey, you know, people flying around and it's so unrealistic and it's not real. I, I get it. I understand. I, I got it. I got that. But to play a first person shooter that, you know, has authentic uh, physics to it, even seeing like people running down. I don't know. It's just there's a feel to the game. This is really good. The maps are pretty decent. The gameplay is smooth. Um, right. The weapon upgrades and unlocks and the playability, the playability of, of this game, is, it's going to stand the test of time, I will assume. Yeah. Um, and more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, uh, it gives you the opportunity to have some fun with your friends, man. Right, right. Multiplayer and that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Multi, Yeah, co-op, multiplayer type stuff. Um you don't even have to be good at it. <laughs> you don't even have to no. be good at it. Take it from me. I'm horrible at the game, and it's still fun to play. <laughs> it's still fun. Get other people to it's carry you to fun. victory. It's amazing. Right, right. So we'll probably get on that a little later, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another game that we love so much, but we haven't been able to play for a very long time. I mean, uh, we can still play it. But... Well... An updated yeah. version of the game yeah. is not available. Right. But I, I right. Just saying. I see. Right. So the game we're talking about is NCAA football series. Uh, course, uh, during what what year was that? Dane? twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen was the last one in the in the series. Well, it was titled NCAA football fourteen, but it came out in thirteen. Um, but that was the last one in the series, and. Um, you know, with the NCAA ruling that uh, players aren't able to have their likenesses they can't in get games pl- and stuff They can't like that, get so. compensated. There was no way to fairly compensate players right. for the millions of dollars they bring into the universities. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, so that's another – I think we'll talk more about the NCAA and where they stand with uh, their stance on yeah. paying players. Well, we'll talk about that more next episode. Uh, what I wanted to mention about the game was uh, the recent ruling from the NCAA saying that they might take a look at it, make take a look at you know players maybe getting some comp- compensation for their likeness uh, could possibly mm-hmm. bring the game back. And you know, it was it. I, I think I tweeted that it was probably my favorite sports series of all time because. Uh, college football and it, it, the game itself immerse yourself in what college football Man. is all about. Like everything from the band to the players the to the stadiums. It's just the college football like the culture. Yeah. The recruiting and yeah. Competing against your friends to win a national title. Like that stuff is like something. And you could do all of that online. Like it was, it was unmatched at that time. And, to possibly have that game back on the newer systems, like not even the Xbox One and PS4, but it'll probably be out about time the, the, new, the new systems oh, yeah. come out. So you can only imagine how nice and you know how well the graphics will look by then. But that's just something to look forward to down the line, uh, down the years or down the uh, tunnel, if you will, for. Uh, for sports game. Anything else you want to talk about, Dane, before we close this thingy? 
No, nah, no, nah, just uh, probably um, I have to dedicate at least 15, 30 minutes of uh, of our time next time to talking about the greatness of a budding star in the NBA and a some might say a washed yeah. athlete, but he's not washed. He's not, he washed. not washed. He's not washed. And he plays for your favorite team. He happens to play for my favorite team. We're talking about LeBron and Luca, guys. LeBron James and Luca Doncic. Luca Doncic, yeah, the two amazing players right now. Of course, it's unfortunate because they're in two great market teams that they get a lot of coverage, and that's not the reason why we're talking about them. But it's just it's my dear friend Deontay once told me uh, <laughs> my many years of hatred uh, of the LeBron James. Some point in time, Dane, you just have to admire greatness and just enjoy it in the moment, right? And that's exactly what I have to do. And enjoy it, enjoy, no, it. Um, enjoy it. We just want to say thank you to everyone that's shown us love on social oh, media. Yeah, oh, man, yo. it's been great. Uh, everybody, friends and family that have tuned in and shared with others, we really, really appreciate it. We're very appreciative of everyone taking the time out their busy day uh, to listen to this podcast. You could be doing a million other things with your time out today, but I just want to highlight this podcast is probably about an, an hour long. Now, there are 24 hours in a day, okay? So the average person should get about eight hours of sleep. So that leaves you with 16 hours. And, of course, if you're any type of functioning uh, being in this universe, uh, you probably have a job. One might say you're at work for about eight hours a day. So, boom. So, we're going to attract eight hours from that. So, now we're down to eight hours. Eight hours. So, 24. Let me run this back. 24 minus eight and then minus another eight. We're back here at, you know, eight. So, you have eight hours. Eight hours a day. Now, you might spend time in your car commuting to work. So, let's put in about an hour in that. So, with seven hours left. Seven hours. I'm sure, pretty sure you have a family. Maybe you have a girlfriend. Maybe you have a fiance. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's cut out, uh, I don't know, four hours. Boom. So that leaves us with four hours remaining. So you have four hours that you might spend eating. Well, eating. Of those four hours, you might spend three hours eating. Bam. So we subtract three hours. Boom. You got one hour left. What's that one hour left dedicated to? You listening to this podcast. Podcast. We appreciate that. Friends, family, strangers, you know, Little cats, dogs, children. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, we appreciate you for coming into our circle and just hanging out with us, blabbering, talk nonsense Talking. for an hour on the right. interwebs. On the interwebs. And from one half of the duo to y'all, we appreciate y'all because without y'all, there's no us. And without us, there's no y- Well, no, it doesn't work like that. Without y'all, there's no us. So we appreciate y'all. We do appreciate it. For your we one hour. It. For your one hour out of your busy one hour busy day, busy and you day. can follow us. Uh, our Twitter page for our podcast is at the Duo SNS, and then on Facebook we are also at the Duo SNS, or you could just type in the Duo Sports and Stuff Podcast. I think we held it down on this first official episode, my guy. Yeah, we didn't even get to a lot of good stuff, which is great because know, when man. we can put in extra stuff that we could record at another time, and it gives us plenty of time to go over to a next weekend and have plenty of sports disappointment and come back to this very podcast and invent out to you guys and tell us all about how we were wrong about our predictions and then talk about some other stuff. So, boom. 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh y'all go spend some time with your families, man. Go go hug somebody. Go uh go uh donate your time, your talents, or your treasures to something. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna go hop on this call of duty. Well, I'm gonna hop on the call of duty, so you're not on there, I understand. But you know. Yeah. And that's what we gonna do. Appreciate y'all. And we out. Peace.